Welcome back to the podcast. Nick Finzer here. And today I want to give you a little context for what you're about to hear on the audio experience today. This is goes to the Create, Connect, Repeat series. Create, Connect, Repeat is kind of the catchphrase or mantra that I go with uh, with our company outside in music and that's a record label a media company and it's the strategy that I use it's the strategy that I preach to our artists about creating content developing their audience and being in it for the long haul not just uh, going for the cheap likes but going for building a career for the next 50 years rather than 50 days and uh, so this one is talking about hiring a radio promoter so uh, if you're doing a CD release and considering releasing uh, music and sending it to the radio we're talking about hiring a radio promoter like why should you do that what do they do and that sort of thing so this is kind of an in-depth look at some of the thoughts and considerations about why you might want to do that so i hope you enjoy the episode get an inside look at some of the things that we think about at outside in music things we think about as uh, the business side about developing a musician's career so uh, a little bit different episode today and i hope you'll enjoy uh hearing something else so thanks for being here thanks for listening and uh without further ado should i hire a radio promoter today we're talking about whether or not you should hire a radio promoter for your new project to me the answer is maybe and it really depends on your goals it depends on where you're at uh, it depends if you're printing cds it depends if you want to be on the radio. It just depends if you think people listen to the radio. I've had many conversations with many artists that would disagree with my opinion, and that's totally cool, but I think people do listen to the radio. I don't think they're listening maybe as attentively or with as acute of ears as maybe they once did, but to me, the value of getting radio play is not just uh, being there, but there's a bunch of peripheral things that go along with being on the radio that start to help you to get some attention within the industry as a whole. And the industry that I'm talking about is just kind of the jazz industry. So what happens when you hire a radio promoter is that uh, they're going to help you do a couple of things. So they're going to send out your CD along with a press release and also probably a one sheet about your album and about you. It's going to introduce you, especially if it's your first record, to the DJs at the station and also to the music directors at all of the stations. Now to me, the fact that whether or not they play your music or not could not have any indication of whether they actually like it or not. They could like it a lot, but certain stations which will remain nameless at this exact moment, but certain stations have an obligation to play a certain amount of historical releases, play a certain amount of vocal releases. It's all different. It all depends on the station and how it's set up. Some are college radio stations and they can do whatever they want. Some are more commercially oriented and they have to stick to their plan and certain DJs have to stick to a certain percentage of things. So sometimes it's out of their control. They might like it, but they might not be able to play it. So the radio promoter has sent it out to all the people, and this radio promoter has relationships with all of these DJs, all of these music directors, and they call every week to talk to these people and ask them what they thought of the releases, ask them to play it, ask them, you know, say, oh, maybe you'll like this track. Oh, maybe this track would be good for this moment in your broadcast. And those relationships that the promoters have with the DJs are something that you don't have. Sometimes what they'll have you do is you can save a little bit of money by sending the CDs yourself and using a return address label that says the company that it's coming from. Um, but it's expensive. You have to think about uh, the fact that it costs 2 to $3 to send each CD. You're probably sending around 200 CDs. So at the bare minimum, you're talking about 
two to three dollars times two hundred, so five, six, seven hundred when you factor in tax uh, on shipping out two hundred CDs plus printing all of the one sheets plus the time for packing it, taking it. If somebody else is doing all of that, they're gonna charge you for their time. So for me, I think it's worth it. I don't wanna pack all, all the CDs myself and send them, so I've always had somebody else do that, but I know plenty of people that have done it by the their own uh, mailers and just getting the return address labels from whoever they're hiring to follow up, and then they send them out. And this varies from person to person and company to company, and it just depends who you're working with. But I always think it's a great idea to talk to a lot at least two, three, four people and get different opinions about your project and whether they think it's marketable and successful uh, within their purview uh, because of the types of projects that they represent, what else is coming out at the same time, and their schedules. So the other thing about the DJs at the station, and even if you're not, they're not playing your CD that much and they have a promoter calling them, asking them about you, is that they keep hearing your name. It takes a while sometimes for people to hear a new artist's music or hear their name enough times to remember who they are. Other industries you might hear like you need to see something like seven to ten times before you remember that you saw it. So it could take seven to ten times of them calling and asking for them to actually even remember, oh yeah, that's his CD and this is his music and he plays whatever instrument. So to me, it's really important to have that person calling and getting your name out there. To me, a radio campaign is kind of like putting up a billboard in front of all the jazz industry. And I'm not talking about the listeners, I'm, I'm just talking about the industry people. Because the industry people are the people that are the tastemakers within any given community. At least that's how I think. The DJs are probably some of the most passionate people about the music in all of the place that you're talking about. Maybe in a place like New York, there's a lot of people who are passionate about it. But if you talk about whoever is in the middle of the country somewhere and they have one jazz station, and they're super passionate about it. Maybe they're the person that talks to the local performing arts center and gives them ideas about people to bring in. Like, oh, so-and-so released a great record last year. It'd be awesome if you could bring them in. And you never know how those people are gonna talk about you to other industry people. And in order to facilitate the growth of your career, it's important that those industry people at least know who you are. Even if they don't like your music, it's important for them to at least hear your name at least once or twice. So. To me, there's a lot of peripheral benefits uh, to doing one of these campaigns that doesn't have everything to do with the amount of airplay or how you chart on the charts. It's nice to chart, but it's, you know, it's difficult and there's a lot of politics that can come into play uh, that we don't need to go into. To me, getting a certain number on the chart is less important than the longevity of the project. If it can reach over 2,000 spins in a year, that means a lot of people are hearing the music, even if they don't consciously know that it's Nick Finzer playing, at least they've heard the music and it's getting out there to people. So for me, no matter how much I think it's an expensive endeavor and that I don't want to spend the money, I do think that it's worth it to get the music out there. And not that you're going to earn a return on it right away, but I really think in this terms of this long uphill climb that we're making in our careers and trying to share our music, that it's really an effective way to do so. Some things you should talk to your radio promoter about trying to get you on, uh, in addition to the radio stuff, is see if they can help you get onto the cable jazz channels. These TV jazz channels, they pay higher royalty rates than if they just play your music on the radio. It's a little complicated because they don't add music all the time. There was a period of about two years where they didn't add anything. Release from 2015 got added on there, but then two releases after that still, they haven't been added because they haven't been added anything from anyone until 
pretty recently they started adding some things again. Other than that, there's XM and satellite radio you can try to get onto. The Sirius XM jazz channel is very difficult to get on because it's very historically oriented, so you're competing with the last hundred years of jazz, recorded jazz, uh, against your new release. And so it's a little difficult to get on there, but if you can get on there, it's really great. And there's a lot of listeners there that are passionate about the music. So we talked a little bit in some other videos, and I'll remind you here again that these playlists on Apple Music and Spotify are super important. They're the best places for you to get discovered. So if the more research you can do and the more time you can take to think about what songs of yours go right along with what types of playlists, whether it's these, you know, like workout playlists or sunny day playlists or I'm feeling sad playlists or jazz playlists, take some time to go and investigate those and try to figure out where your music can fit in and how you can take advantage of that yourself. And some of the things to think about is there's some getting your music on the seat back thing of an airplane. That's something that uh, can be kind of cool. You never know who's going to see it there. You never know who wants to listen to jazz on the, on the airplane. So the services you can submit for there, you can s start a Pandora account. Not everybody does it, but if you can get your music on there, you have to submit each title separately on Pandora. People that want to just listen to you know, jazz saxophone or they type in John Coltrane, it might eventually lead to your jazz saxophone album. You never know who's listening to those things. And the people kind of put it on in the background, but they might look at their computer right at the time where your song is playing and be like, oh, I really like this guy. And they might add it uh, to their playlists and you'll end up getting discovered more and more. And the last thing I would talk to your radio promoter about is seeing if they can pitch you to some of these background music services that provide music for businesses, for elevators and stuff like that. It Maybe it's not the most glamorous thing in the world, but you never know uh, what might get added and what might result in a little royalty check for you uh, down the line. A couple of things that the radio people will do for you other than following up, they one, try to make sure that your release doesn't end up in the garbage can. Two, many of the stations require this physical release. They won't even take a digital release, but some of them will. And, and these promoters, they actually do know who takes what and how they want to receive it and how far in advance they want to receive it, whether it's a month out or two weeks out, when the best time is to call and follow up and have them report to the charts. Um, they can get you onto the charts, the Jazz Week charts. There used to be one called CMJ. There was the College Music Radio stations, but the main one for jazz is Jazz Week. Uh, they pay for memberships to that to get insights into how many spins and where and when and how. The radio promoters can get you to record interviews, call-in interviews, on-the-road interviews. Uh, when you're playing a gig somewhere, having them help you hook up an interview in that town. And another great thing that they do is they collect the data about how many spins you're getting in what places and then what rotation. And they give you all the information so you can see where your music is, where it's being listened to, and where then maybe you can try to go get some gigs because people are listening to and hearing your music and hearing your name in those places. And it would, it's just so much work if you want to do all of that. A lot of them send you playlists that show you what was played before and after and what time it was played. And there's just so much stuff that they do uh, that would be really hard for us as independent artists to do on top of everything else that we're doing and trying to keep up with the creativity and making new music. So for me, I think that uh, the investment in these people is worth the money. So should you hire a radio promoter? I don't know, I think it's worth it, but if you just don't think anyone listens to the radio, then I don't think it's worth it. If you think you can establish the relationships and you wanna invest the time to call the radio stations every week, then maybe you wanna do it yourself. But for me, I think the best use of my time and money is to hire somebody that I really trust 
to work the radio side to help both me and my career and my music reach the industry and the listeners. This is some stuff that we always talk about with our new artists that people thinking about releasing with outside of music. And if you're thinking about releasing a new record and you need a platform to do so, please get in touch with us, info at outsideofmusic.com. Leave us a comment and let us know what you think about the video. Subscribe to the channel because you, so you can see all the great work that our artists are doing here at Outside of Music. There's some amazing videos coming out this summer, and I'm excited for you guys to see them. So thanks again for watching, and we'll see you back here next week.